Hey guys, this is Steven, the host of the Guilty as Charged podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are available on all podcast platforms as well as YouTube. We do appreciate any ratings or reviews and all subscribers to our YouTube channel. That being said, today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is our sponsor, who has been great for us. They've been an amazing partner to work with, and they have some great products to make sure that you are feeling your best for the upcoming summer months. If you're feeling a little frisky downstairs, they have the Lawnmower 2.0. They also have anti-chafing boxer briefs, which are a personal favorite of mine, as well as ball deodorant and some amazing smelling cologne. If you use the code GUILTY at checkout, you get 20% off and free shipping your purchase. Again, that's the code GUILTY at checkout for 20% off. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Guilty as Charged podcast. I am Scott Simpson, Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. So excited to bring you everything fantasy-related for Chargers football this year. I'm joined today on the podcast by a very special guest, my friend, my man over at Nimble W Numbers as well, Jordan Vanek. Welcome, sir. So excited to have you on the podcast today. Yeah, man, it's, it's good to be here. Uh, I'm a big Julio Jones fan, so I'm excited to talk Julio. And I mean, I'm excited about the Chargers with their offense, new coaching staff and a few other things. And if anybody wants to check out my work, it's Jordan Vanek one on Twitter and let's get into it. I love it, my friend. Yeah, please do check him out. So uh, this week we, we've gotten uh, you know, a couple of different things are happening. We, you know, the, the, the Aaron Rodgers saga as the Aaron Rodgers turns is happening, which is in and of itself you know, crazy. Uh, but Kyle Pitts drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. Word out of Atlanta is Julio once out and the word out of his own mouth on Shannon Sharp's undisputed show was that he's out. He's not going to work. He's not going to be there anymore, uh, which is just fueling speculation about where he could go. Today, we're going to kind of peel the onion on what if he landed in San Diego? What would that look like? Uh, there's a few things that would have to happen. Of course, he's got a, a $23 million cap hit. The Chargers have around 20 to $16 million. So there'd have to be some things that would happen. We're not living in la-la land. We realize that. But if he did join this loaded squad, like you mentioned before, I mean, Justin Herbert last year was ninth. I haven't projected as the seventh uh, rated quarterback or ranked quarterback in fantasy football this year. So what we're going to get into is just how that would impact uh, the, the whole charger squad. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to kind of look at Julio Jones and, and break down his numbers. So what I have on the screen right now, and then what uh, my man Jordan's going to do is he's going to kind of look inside these numbers, but this is Julio Jones's fantasy season log career. We're looking at right now. And, and so you can see down here the last couple of years, uh, 2018, he's at 20 points per game. Uh, 2019, 18, last year, 2020, he's down at 16 points per game. So, you know, he, he is diminishing even the totals, uh, 325, 247, 146 injuries, taking their toll on Julio. Uh, this isn't really uh, news to anybody. We've seen what Julio has been able to do and not do on the field the last couple of years, hampered by injuries. How do you see Julio and, and those numbers kind of interjecting into this Chargers offense and and would it be something that he's still kind of continuing to degrade and go down or do you see a, a bounce back or just a, a kind of a holding course uh I think Julio would bounce back I, I personally the 16.2 per game and the nine games played it it includes two of the games where he exited out I think 50 percent of the snaps um Julio when he's playing he's on pace for 1400 yards pretty much every year that he's healthy 
the health concerns are definitely there because he is getting older and those injuries are piling up. But I think a fresh new fit in the Los Angeles Chargers would be absolutely <laughs> massive for Julio Jones. And I think the person who would get, I guess, like hurt in this sense would be Mike Williams. Well, Julio, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, that would be an offense to just watch and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I like what you're saying too. Julio Jones. It's crazy to say resurrecting his career, like it's being you know ruined or tarnished. It's not, but obviously there's another chapter to be written. Uh, I really love the fit and, and particularly I'm not, I'm not, against Mike Williams. I think Mike Williams has potential. We saw him a couple years ago break out, have 10 touchdowns, red zone target, also downfield, 50-50 balls. I, I like him in the air uh, going up. He's got a big frame. Uh, the, the issue, though, for him, too, has also been health. And so both of these wide receivers uh, have not been able to stay healthy. I think Julio Jones is in a much better position this year going into 2021 than he was going into 2020. And so I'm excited to see what happens. I would love to see him uh, in the powder blue. I think that he could definitely go back back into that, you know, 18, 20 points per game uh, with Keenan Allen. Uh, what would the target share look like? How would that kind of break down? And, and you know, I, we talked about Mike Williams kind of being primarily impacted. Uh, what would that look like numbers wise for, for kind of the whole Chargers offense? So I think the Chargers offense would be able to get to 100 targets for Eckler, Keenan and Julio because they would throw the ball a decent amount. And you go ahead and you look at similar to what Calvin and Julio were from the receiver's perspective, but instead of the Russell Gage, who's your third receiver getting the 90 plus targets that would flop over to Eckler. And you would just see those three basically handle the majority of the target share. Uh, Joe Lombardi actually coached the Detroit lions as an offensive coordinator with Calvin Johnson, Jr. Golden Tate and Theo Riddick and Theo had 98 targets and both of uh, Golden Tate and Calvin had 130 plus. So I would see that similar type of share and Keenan Allen, I think is going to be loving the fact that Julio Jones is there because he won't face bracketed coverage while Julio will. And if you're giving Keenan Allen any sort of one-on-one, -on -one, good luck. <laughs> He's going to yeah. get separation early and Joe or Justin Herbert will be able to find him quick. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And I think that, I think Keenan Allen would still, I mean, I think he's still the number one there. Um, but it's close. If you have Julio Jones, uh, it does, I think, come down to touchdowns uh, for sure. And Julio Jones has not always been a touchdown <laughs> monster. We know that. Um, and so for, if anything, I, I think it also kind of bumps Keenan Allen a little bit as well. Um, and maybe it bumps him because people, if that, if that takes place, people are afraid of Julio chunking into him. And so then it, it gives you a little bit of a, like a dip in him and you can buy that dip if you ever hear them say that by the dip, you got to buy the dip. I'm talking about tobacco folks. That's not good. <laughs> don't, don't do tobacco in your mouth. Uh, buy the dip in ADP when players perceive value changes in fantasy football. Uh, it would kind of spell the end. I think for Mike Williams in, in his role, for sure. I'm, I'm sure he'd get on the field, but uh, Jalen Guyton still would be the downfield, you know, Tyron Johnson still looking for downfield. Julio's not the guy that you're going to go, you know, 50 yards in a flash to. You're going to be peppering him, you know, with 15-yard passes, 20-yard passes, but not those 50-yard bombs normally. Those are for mm -hmm. the burners now. And so you still have burners. How would it impact a guy like, you know, Josh Palmer just getting on the field? Kind of, he's been mentioned before as kind of Keenan Allen's understudy. How would that break down for him? Just kind of push him down the depth chart and not get a lot of playing time this year? Yeah, I, I don't think he needs the playtime right away. I think it's someone to develop because in college he didn't have a lot of reps as from good quarterback play. 
he uh like he he had a good vertical route you can see in his highlights he'll he beat patrick certain he beat jc horn um he's had great sets in coverage against these guys but on a consistent basis we never saw it because tennessee never had the quarterback of a caliber of justin herbert i think personally it would be his job to beat out mike williams mm-hmm. and if he was able to do that the mike williams walks you get 15 million dollars off the books for the next upcoming season and the chargers offense if julio can give it another go you'd have keenan julio <laughs> josh palmer with eckler and that is a great four like it's an exciting four to be a yeah. part of and for herbert to grow yeah, and I like it too uh, for Jared Cook. Uh, you know, I, I have him around 140 fantasy points this year. It's kind of my projection on the high end uh, for him. Um, but that's touchdown dependent. He's been getting six, seven touchdowns every single year for the last couple of years. And I don't think anything changes. I haven't projected for, for seven touchdowns this year. Parham could eat into that a little bit if, if Parham kind of takes the next step. I'm a fan of his. I watched him when he was in the XFL. I mentioned that, I think, previously in another podcast. And I like his athleticism. He's raw. And he's got to develop and he needs to kind of get his uh, his football sense with his body and understand where to be and how to be. And, uh, you know, all those things that, you know, when you saw Antonio Gates, he just knew how to do. You know, when, when you get got into those red zone positions, how to get your body in between the defender, knowing where your quarterback's going to be. All those things are going to come with time. But, you know, Parham could eat into that. But I do think their tight ends are going to uh, be a touchdown uh, area where there's, you know, eight to ten touchdowns this year from the tight ends. Uh, and I think that's really going to help Herbert. I love this for Justin. I think I mentioned that before. I think this bolts him. If this is if the case, if he's lining up with Julio Keenan, Allen, even, you know, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, and then, you know, Austin Eckler in the backfield on, on four wide receiver sets, he, he's going to be lethal. He's really going to be lethal. I have him as the seventh ranked quarterback. I think I would have to bump him up maybe to my fifth ranked after that, just given the, the ability for him to distribute the football to dangerous weapons across the field. Uh, I would love that. I think the Chargers would really like it too. And Julio fits Chargers Nation. And I'm new to Chargers Nation, but I've watched enough football. I watch all football, by the way. I love all the football. And so does Jordan. Uh, Jordan loves college football. We, if, if there's a peewee game in the backyard, we're, we're watching it. We're, we're into football. Uh, and I've watched a lot of Chargers games last year because they were uh, the, the afternoon game and, and watching Red Zone. So I got to see a lot of Chargers football. I had Austin Eckler on my team. I had Keenan Allen on my team. So I, I'm into the Chargers. And this just really does bump Justin Herbert into that MVP candidate, really, right off the break, because he's going to have all the weapons. I would love, I mean, it's a couple of years early, but I would love to see this. Uh, what do you think, though, the chances are right now? I mean, I've heard San Francisco. I've heard New England. You know, I know what we're, we're, we're what ifing. What do you think? There's a 10% chance he ends up, you know, in, in LA, 5%. What would we think? I, I would say about the 10 to 15% range. I, I don't think the Chargers are necessarily making going to be making that move because the roster is young. It's a new coaching staff. It's kind of like, let's try to win in year two, like in second year, not the first year with this group with Herbert and stuff. Let's learn how to get better as a team, get stay healthy. Yeah. And I think the the teams who are in the win now mode and their markets are going to be outbidding them because I don't think the Chargers should be getting rid of high draft capital with what they have with Herbert, an all offensive line that's still young. It's much improved with Slater, but an offensive line that you want to continue to build around and build upon. And it's like, what what can it take to get to Julio? If if they're they find a way to give up like two thirds for Julio, do it any day of the week. Yeah. But if the who the, the Falcons are mandating a second round pick from the Chargers, 
I'm not sure they would want to do that financially because it would create a little bit of controversy in that regard and be a little bit difficult while a team like Kansas City, which is in the division, would be willing to give up that second and figure it out or another few other teams like New England who seems to be win now because Belichick doesn't like to lose. <laughs> I, I would I would assume they would outbid them in this. Yeah. No, and I, I think it is kind of wishful thinking too. I think if it fell into their lap, if, if other deals fell apart and it came uh, kind of to them after that, uh, he said he wanted to go to a winner or somebody who's on the precipice of winning. And I understand that. I think the Chargers are a couple years away from that uh, for sure. Uh, but uh, if Julio came, it would make them a contender uh, in, in that division. It, it give them uh, maybe a win or two, I think. And, and they're in a tough division last year. You know, the, the second week in the season, they almost beat the the uh, the Jeez. AFC champs. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a it's a yeah. it, the division <laughs> matchups are close. And so I, I like this. If it does happen, if it doesn't happen though, and he goes to Kansas City, that's not great for the Chargers. So uh, you know, Chargers Nation, that's a bullet we're going to try to dodge. Uh, this has been great. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, you can find Jordan on Twitter over at JordanVanek1. He's also on Chalk Block. Uh, he does some stuff for Robbie and the Rum Boys as well. He's going to be all over breaking down uh, fantasy football, DFS football uh, this fall. Uh, check him out. He is awesome. I love him. Jordan, thank you so much. You guys can check me out, Nimble W Numbers on Twitter. Uh, the Fantasy Millionaires, Chalk Block, the FF Hot Stove is coming up on Thursday. I have my man. CD Carter 13, Danny Carter. He is awesome. And then we got Matt Harmon on chalk block this week. So, I mean, Jordan, you're going to be there. Me, Jordan, Bo, Matt Harmon, check us out. It's going to be great. And last but not least, Jordan's in there every day. I'm in there every day. The underdog fantasy streets are popping right now. It's the summer of best ball. Please get in there. There is a great promotion going on over at underdog. If you put in uh, a deposit, 25 bucks, they will give you free 25 bucks. That's great. It's free, right? All you got to do is sign up, jump in, code name nimble or promo code nimble uh, and it'll hook me up and i appreciate it you guys are the best over here uh everybody from guilty as charged over blue wire have a great week we'll check you out next time peace have a good one